Hi there, I'm Susan Caruso, the founding director of Sunflower Creative Arts. You're listening to the Sunflower Bridge podcast, where we talk about being with children. And I'm Lindsay Mills, the co-creator of Sunflower Bridge. Please take a breath and smile with us. Hmm. Yeah, we thought that we should really talk about that in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Why, why did we choose that tagline? It is so simple, and yet there is a lot of layered meaning, I think, for both of us. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I think that the reason why we came up, it was just so obvious that that needed to be what our tagline is, mm-hmm. because we don't want everybody feeling like, okay, now we're going to give you one, two, three, four, five. This is what you have to do for this, you know, or, mm-hmm. or throw a lot of things at you. We wanted you to have that feeling of of each of us, how we are when we are being with children and what it is, how do we, how do we get to be our best selves every day and and when we are when we are with each other you know we're with other people when we are when we are quiet with ourselves mm. and so to to breathe your breath is so key how you're breathing when you're breathing to notice when you're not breathing and then the idea of smiling came to us so easily because you cannot be with children without smiling Absolutely. or even even thinking about children you cannot you know cannot not not smile mm-hmm. and um you you probably know there are so many muscles in your in your in your face that put together a smile and that, that creates serotonin in your brain yes. Oh, there's been a lot of research about smiles, what it does for your own body and to to just, you know, to have somebody smile at you. It's it's really important. That's true. Mm. Wow. Having a stranger smile at me is it, that can totally turn my day around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we can underestimate the importance of such simple things. As we talked about last episode, time, space, permission, and language, it's this framework that emerged through many years of working with children and their parents as a simplified means of remembering all of these different tools that are all over the map as far as when you need them, how you use them. But what if we strip away the complications even further mm-hmm. and we just get back to basics? We have tools for cultivating mindfulness available to us every second of the day. And those tools are your breath and your smile. And I think of smiles and laughter as linked and and of course laughter is its own extension of uh that being in your body being connected with the moment that you're in i would say um so we wanted to remind you of these two tools that you have in your pocket right now yeah, and we've spoken about mindfulness and what that means to each of us. 
And and so why don't you give a definition? What do you, how would you define mindfulness? Sure. For me, mindfulness is a practice of present moment awareness. Our minds are always split between uh, ruminating on the past and analyzing it and using that analysis to try to predict what is going to happen in the future. And worry about what's and worry and and just bemoan what might happen without really knowing what's going to happen. And I know from personal experience dealing with anxiety and and the various stresses that we all encounter in this crazy world we live in that you can really easily become wrapped in this cycle of past, future, past, future, and being in worry. And when I came to meditation Mm -hmm. (laughs) about the time that I came to Sunflower, actually, I I found a meditation teacher and, and gained a silent meditation practice. And I fall off of it all the time. But when I come back to it, what I remember is that all we ever have is this moment. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's interesting. So you found through through meditation. When I was in my twenties, I think I started with yoga, and it was hatha yoga. And I've carried yoga all the way through my life. And that has really brought me to those pieces that can give you that, you know, being able to have the mindfulness to, to be in the present moment. And there is a meditation. I don't do like a real true meditation. Like when I, I think about, okay, you have to totally clear your mind. I don't do that kind of thing. But I, I have a morning practice that is really circled around breath. And, um, and I've been in these last 20 years, I've been really consistent with it. And I think that it's been key in me being able to be the best director of Sunflower that I could and, um, and to, to access, to access that mindfulness and, and to, to be open to so many things. And so I think that, you know, opening for me, what I do in the morning is I really, you know, and we, I, I talk about this in, in the bridge journeys that I do to just be aware of your first breath of the day. So before you open your eyes, just notice if, did I take an inhale or did I take an exhale? So that your first waking moment is all about breath. And, um, and there are still many, many, many times when I wake up and I'm not, I'm not breathing at all and I don't notice it. But when I can do that, and one of the things that, you know, if you have an injury or something like that and there are things that you can't do, um, I noticed that my the way my breathing really helped with everything. It helped with pain. It helped with really concentrating on healing and so to, to just, and what I do is I inhale through my nostrils and I exhale through my nostrils and I try to do it slowly and clear and slowly and, um, 
just carefully as I can with everything relaxed. So I'm seven decades old, so I'm, I've had a lot of practice, and I'm getting better and better at it all the time, which anybody could. And I think you need to find what works for you, whatever that, that piece is. So then I do, you know, my meditation is really a moving meditation and all about breath that I do with, and I have a group of people that I do it with in the morning online, thanks to COVID. Yeah. Um, I do it with a group of people from all over the country, actually. Oh so it's, it's a, it's called a sadhana huddle. So I do that in the morning. It's a half an hour and it, it is a game changer. Yes. Absolutely a game changer. And, um, I, so I think everybody has to find their own way. With you, it's 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 a more more of a, a very specific silent meditation. With me, it's it's what I'm doing, and I think that you don't even have to do any of those things. But right. to be conscious of your breath is really important. That's why we put it in our tagline. Um, and there are lots of you can read all about different ways to breathe for different situations. Yes, uh, you've you've really said so many. Uh, things that sparked new insights in my mind just now. Uh, One thing is the idea of having accountability in a group. Um, I think that was the reason that I picked up my 20-minute silent meditation practice in the first place was because I found a teacher who offered a course and it was, I took the course with two friends. And so at least for those initial few weeks that we were trying it out after the class, I felt like I have someone else who saw the value in this and took the time to learn the practice. And so even though after the first week, we had already missed days. Mm-hmm. We were checking in with each other and we were reflecting on the difference we felt when we did it. Mm. And having that validation that, oh, you felt that clarity too? Oh, you know, maybe I will get back to it tomorrow. And having that very light accountability. It's not like, a a must do where you get kicked out of the group, you're voted off the island (laughs) if you don't show up at the huddle one morning. That's not going to help anybody cultivate mindfulness. That's just creating more stress, right? Absolutely. We don't want this to be some kind of uh, didactic us telling you, you need a practice to, um, to become mindful. (laughs) I would actually also say this is the other thought that came to me while you were describing your practice. A disclaimer that silent meditation is not silent. (laughs) As in, I am silently sitting, but my brain is active. The monkey mind is in full effect. Mm -hmm. So it was a a whole other layer of learning about mindfulness for me to realize that I actually have very little control over how calm the skies of my mind are. Mm. And many Buddhist monks will tell you that their meditations aren't totally Zen 
enlightenment level every day. They, We're human beings. Right. We are all <laughs> human beings. And, and we have so many thoughts. That's what our brains are designed to do, to think. And so the practice is actually catching the moments of in-between. Mm. And that takes the pressure off for mm-hmm. me. It, it allows me to give myself a break when I am just too busy and I forget to do my meditation for a month. All that counts is that I eventually decide to come back and and sit and try to access that place again. Yeah, and to not, not punish yourself, but to, again, give yourself permission to um, take your practice off the mat. I mean, my, my mm-hmm. yoga coach said, you know, because I was like beating myself, oh, I haven't done this in, you know, however long, I can't seem to get back to it. And she, and it was when I was, you know, the times that I'm really busy at Sunflower. And she said, you're doing your practice off the mat. And that, that really ah. gave me a lot of permission. And I think that, that everybody has their thing, the way that they want to start their morning. And it could be just getting up looking out the window at the sun rising or shining, mm-hmm. having your coffee. So it's going to look different for every every person. This What I've described works for me, what you have, and this works for me right now. Yes. And maybe it won't always work for me. Maybe I'll, my, my morning will look more like getting up and sitting and looking out the window at the at, at the sunrise or mm-hmm. listening to the birds. But right now this is working for me. So to give yourself permission to say, okay, so what is going to work for you in at, at this stage of your life? With young children in the household, that's it's pretty challenging to think of what is anything that you can do. But mm-hmm. maybe it's just, you know, like taking a breath and making sure you're breathing. But to to find out what that is for you, whatever it looks like. Um, I've spoken with a few parents who uh, have come through the Sunflower Bridge journey who it is that morning cup of coffee mm -hmm. that is their moment of Zen. And they guard that 10 minutes like it is the most important thing for their sanity because it is if and and once you practice in quotation marks, practice your your morning ritual, however informal it might be, uh, your child will begin to see that as sacred mm-hmm. and they will respect that you take that time to do something that's just for you. Right. And that's what it is. It's something just for you. Yes. Whether it's going to the bathroom by yourself, even that, um, you know, what, whatever it is, and it is, it's saying this is this is sacred. Mm-hmm. This is my time, and um, and how you grab that throughout your life. What does that look like? It might even be something late at night that you do mm-hmm. that you that you get your time. Um, so I think that that's you know the breath part of you know breathe with us. Um, and I think we need to breathe with each other because we are all human beings and we're going through all of this together. Mm-hmm. And even if you, you know, you look at somebody and you take a breath or you put your hand on their shoulder and take a breath and take a breath with your child, it makes a, it makes a difference. You know, it's like, it's, it I'm says, here. yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it says we're here. 
we can stop whatever is happening and just breathe. And everything is actually okay <laughs> yes. right now. Mm-hmm. Even if the, the house is on fire, right in this moment, we are taking a breath together. We're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like we said, and smile with us because we can't help but giggle and laugh and smile together um, because we have all these shared experiences. And, and when, you, when you have children, there are times when, you know, we could say as well, you just want to cry with us. Mm-hmm. So, and it is those, those feelings. But to remember that you can, you know, fake it till you make it with a smile. Just get those, you know, just think about something. Always have something in there that can make you smile. Um, and just thinking of a moment with your child when, you know, something happened. Um, yeah, that's mindfulness too. Having a fond memory that you call on when things are really hard. Mm-hmm. When you're really going through a struggle and you are at your wit's end, that's when you want to take a breath and call up a moment when you were just in bliss with your child or mm-hmm. when you were alone and and free. <laughs> you know, right. think of those moments that can lift you up. And when you're thinking about it, have the physical sensations of it, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a really interesting thing. So that's why we say take a breath and smile with us. Thanks for breathing and smiling with us today (laughs) to share your personal practices of mindfulness or the ways that you ground yourself in the present moment. You can send us an email at lindsay at sunflowercreativearts.org or you can find us on Instagram at sunflowercreativearts. The Sunflower Bridge podcast is kindly sponsored by Schweitzer Musical Productions.